Thanks for tuning in to the podcast, everybody. On this episode, Jake, Ted, and I are going to be talking about what we do when we find ourselves in a slump in the middle of the season. Everybody goes through a dry spell at one point or another, and last year, there was a couple times where we found ourselves in the middle of a dry spell. Things weren't necessarily going as planned. Maybe there was a couple close calls that we didn't capitalize on, and when that happens, it's pretty easy to get down on yourself, but... When you get down on yourself, you start making even more mistakes. So sometimes it snowballs and you can just bury yourself deeper and deeper in that slump. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about some of the things that we've learned over the years that help us get out of that slump. We did produce a video version of this podcast that's on the channel, but that was a shortened version of this conversation. So this episode is the full length conversation. Before we get into the podcast, I wanted to let you guys know that we have partnered with the social media platform Go Wild to help combat mainstream social media's censorship. Go Wild is a free social media community where not only are your photos not censored, they're encouraged on Go Wild. Go Wild gives you points for things like sharing your trophies, gear reviews, and inviting friends. So as you earn points, you unlock awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, knives, huge discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex, and if you create a free account, you can unlock $10 just for trying it out. All you got to do is visit downloadgowild.com to get started. Also, we're in the middle of August. Season's right around the corner, so one thing that you can be doing right now that will improve your chances this fall is practice guessing different ranges. There's a couple different ways that I like to do this, and the most obvious way is practicing guessing those different yardages when you're at the archery range. There's a couple other ways that I like to do this. One is I always have my rangefinder in the front seat of my vehicle when I'm driving around scouting for deer in the summer. Sometimes you see deer right off the road and you might think to yourself, man, that deer's probably in bow range. If that's the case, I like to take a stab at guessing how far away it is and then checking my guess with the rangefinder. Another time I like to carry my rangefinder is when I'm out scouting or hiking that way, if I'm walking around, I can just practice picking different spots in the woods, guess the range, and then check myself with the rangefinder as well. Consistently doing that throughout the off season is gonna make you much better at guessing yardage when you find yourself in a real life hunting situation. That's a tip presented by our friends over at Vortex. At THP, we all use Vortex Optics. Our rangefinders are from Vortex Optics, so if you guys have any interest in getting some Vortex Optics of your own, we can help you save 10% off of all of their products. All you got to do is go over to eurooptic.com and use the code THP10. Also, Vortex Optics has a bunch of really cool apparel on their website. I got a bunch of stuff that I wear all the time from them. And if you have any interest in getting some of their apparel, we can also help you save some money if you use the code THP20 on their website. All right, enough of this intro. Let's start talking about busting the slump. All right, on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to get out of a slump. And I feel like the conversation started for me with one example and story. Uh-huh. Do you want me to just tell it? Yeah, you go for it, buddy. All right, so Jake and I had been hunting for a lot of days this past season. I don't actually know how much we talked about it in general. I don't really remember, but, you know, we talk about it a lot amongst ourselves as we were here in Iowa for 14 days. And, like, on day two, we had multiple stalks. Uh-huh. And we were on deer. 
relatively big, bu- you know, big bucks. And it was like, oh, dude, we're going to for sure get one. Yeah. And then we'll go back to South Dakota. And, like, uh-huh. we had all these big plans. And then next thing you know, we're there on day 13. And, um, you know, we were, we were just struggling. And I think the hardest the hardest one, the part, the part that made things um, really feel like we had hit a slump was on that last day. We had the multiple bucks close the first one that morning the duck hunter went past uh-huh. and um we just felt like we had a really good play on that buck and duck hunter just happened to go past which you know m- messed up that situation it didn't mess up it wasn't the end of the world but like at that point you know when you're kind of already struggling yeah, a little bit out there after a while and then all of a sudden you you have a chance or a pretty close call and it's just like oh dang we might not even get a chance you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and then and then we move up a little bit and we have another close call with a buck and i mean without going into a whole bunch of detail on that specifically um you know you can see in the footage what happens and we talked about it afterwards but we didn't end up getting that buck either it just and comes barreling down the hill at us chasing a doe and i tried snort wheezing to stop him and he just like jumped out of his shoes because he saw us sitting right there in front of him but I and, mean, and there's just, i mean there's a whole bunch of details in that that we probably could have done different but the point of even talking about that is that's that's like the slump we're days and days in and uh-huh. um honestly up to that point had you shot a buck yet in no, anywhere just the bull i think yep and i hadn't shot a buck at that point I don't know that you had. No, I don't think anybody had except for Warb. Warb shot that buck in Missouri. Yeah. I shot a doe here. Jake had shot a buck, in, or that bull in in Colorado. I shot that elk in Colorado. But those weren't on the channel or anything yet. That still haven't <laughs> been on the channel or anything so, yet. Well, I think, you know, it's again, it's a lot, a lot of times it's not even just a slump of days. It's potentially years, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get into slumps more so than other people because we're out there every single day mm-hmm. and we're hunting, we're hunting or we're scouting like all day, every day during the season. So, um, those slumps can be more intense almost mm-hmm. than other people's because it's just like, it's a mental hump that you're trying to get over and yeah, get you past might be out and there trying to hunt where the weather's just like 70 degrees for 10 days where if, if we weren't trying to get content, maybe I'd just, you know, I'd probably just be working or spending time with the family or something, you know, mm-hmm. during that time period. But we're just out there trying to at least figure something out. Trying to figure something out and you're trying to keep your PMA up yeah. on your mental attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in this particular situation where Jake and I had been at it day in and day out, it was, uh, you know, Groundhog Day. Start the day, you go to Casey's get yourself a breakfast burrito get yourself a couple bars you head out to the field it was literally for like 10 days straight we did the exact same thing and then we'd go to the point where the people at cases were just like you guys didn't get one yet you know we're seeing the same people there on the same shift in the morning and then we go to subway in the afternoon (laughs) and the same people that are working at subway are just like you guys are still hunting (laughs) they knew knew by name by that point yeah i mean they knew we're just like in the same camouflage same face paint just dirty looking grungy Uh uh-huh and you know it had it just got to a point where it's like okay we're starting to get frustrated and i remember you know that was a day where 
you know, I'd say nine times out of ten. You get two opportunities close like that where we feel like, all right, mentally, I'm just not even all the way there anymore. It's just like you've been doing it for so long. You just need a break. Yeah, we're tired. Getting up early, doing the same thing. You just need to take a little break. Hit the reset button. Yeah, that's that's what me and Ted started calling it. Yeah. And it's funny because I would say most days where you have that sort of action – or it's that good. It's like, well, we can't leave the woods. And I remember it's like nine in the morning and you're just like, dude, I think we should just go back and just do something else. And it was like, yeah, you're probably right. And this Which, is the day that you guys ended up killing the one on? No, no. This is the day that we, where we took a little hiatus for a couple of days. We had the because, two close calls in the morning. And that would have been like day 13. Okay. Yep. And then day 14 was when we ended up killing the buck. So mm-hmm. kind of what's funny about the, the slump and, and I just have a pretty funny memory of like, man, like, like I haven't seen Jake like this before because we went home and I could tell Jake was irritated that, you know, not too bad and out of shape, just quieter than normal, not goofing off as much. <laughs> you know, we went home and we like were working and editing on, some videos from the days prior and um it was funny because like at one point we're sitting there and you know you you can't just necessarily edit for you know infinite hours straight so you do these little breaks and every time we do a little break jake's like stealth stripping something you know and took his bow outside and spray painted it and like you know all, all of a sudden like all the black on my bow i spray painted it, you know just something's more similar to the grass color you know sandy brown type he's making micro adjustments micro yeah, adjustments like gear. all like his binos Everything to this day I've hated to listen to you know I've, I've been listening to my bino straps clang off the the buckle on that monster pack that i'm wearing for two weeks now and uh-huh. like just haven't found you know i'm so tired when we get home they're like i'm not gonna do it then but you know just, and t- just t- took a day to do it. all that stuff to do and, that this yeah. stu- like while i'm out there and just like god i wish i wasn't making that sound you know so we fixed <laughs> a, pretty much all that stuff my and release that's, that's the hard thing too is like you get you get that stuff in your head and you're just like god i want to fix that but then you <laughs> find yourself you don't get home until 10 o'clock at night or something and yeah, it's you like, gotta right, eat, just gotta you gotta go gotta, you gotta, yeah yeah and plus eating plus all the other things yeah, and it's just the footage captured and everything so and the frustrating thing too is that we're all the same way but it's like generally we don't spend more than seven days in, a, in an area hunting and like you either get one i mean usually aside from last year is it's like within seven days you get one yeah. <laughs> you know especially if you get as much time to be out there as, as we do you know uh-huh. like seven days straight we're gonna go hunt and scout the and like, entire time what just and then we try to keep it that way because that's what's realistic to, to someone if they're going on a trip when we go out of state we try to keep and we always pretty much keep it under seven days for a whitetail trip because it's mm-hmm. like that's what's realistic to someone that's going to take a trip out of state mm-hmm. but <laughs> so it's like we're here for two weeks at this point and like I mean, I know that you want to go hunting and I want you to be able to go hunting. So that's what was really frustrating about it. It was like, had, had I just, you know, done something differently that I don't care what it was, just somewhere killed, along killed one of the line. two bucks or whatever bucks that we had close calls on. It's like, you get to go hunting. And like, I think we all start to feel a little bit bad at some well, point. Just sw- and just switch it up in general. Yeah. I mean, like we said, it's just, you know, you always have, you always look back on the hunts, whether it's here or, you know on the road somewhere and it's like you have this like you have all the good memories and it's like okay like at this point like we're we're well ready for it and you know i don't ever think that you know it was one of those deals it was like i was feeling just the same where 
not even that I want to go hunting. Honestly, at that point, it's just like, we just got to get this done. Like we just got to get one. Cause mm-hmm. like we've been and and for me, I feel just as committed as, you know, a cameraman as I do a tag holder. So yeah. like, to me at this point, it's like, dude, we're just going to like, we're just going to keep doing it until we get one. And I had, at that point I had pretty much just been, you know, I guess I had already been committed to doing it. And then it was like, it started to get to that point where it's like, okay, we're here a lot longer than we think. Let's just cut ties mentally with everything else that we were planning on doing. Let's just get this job done. And it was just funny to go and see Jake in that way. Cause honestly, I don't see him as like, uh-huh. that one bothered you yeah. like that one bothered you more than anything i've ever seen uh-huh. and he went back and just switched all this stuff up and you know we get some rest and i think we took two solid days off like the tent or the well the whole rest of the ninth i think is when that happened in the 10th we took all that off from hunting like we uh-huh. just stayed home and then it was the 11th jacob's birthday and we veterans day yes veterans day as well and we also took that morning off and we we just had editing stuff that we needed like we had been putting off like it needed to be done at that time we just we kind of yeah, try to have a schedule of like to get how by. often we upload <laughs> stuff and it was the time frame of we were in indiana and you guys stayed back and you were hunting yeah you here, guys were doing the public land and then challenge. we got back and then you got, and then the public land challenge videos were ending. So then you guys were trying to get your stuff edited yeah. so it could go up next. But, but, but like in theory, you know, if you're doing that, like generalizing that seven days is what, you know, what you're hoping for before you get your opportunity is you're like, Oh, okay. So if those guys are going to be at the public land challenge for seven days, you know, then they'll get these videos done and then we'll do our videos right after them because, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll have our opportunity well it's now been well past that yeah. so we're like scrambling catching up and, and we ended up honestly uh, i just you know it really feel i really felt not even just like and i know that you guys don't think this but i think everybody would feel the same way it's just like you're letting the whole group down because like <laughs> we stayed back, we and you stayed back and it's just like surely with the, with the, some good weather you know 10 days being out there we're gonna hopefully get an opportunity film, at something yeah and film a cool video yeah, like, was, like but also when the these hump. guys are back and we still haven't got one it's like well that didn't work out just the way the whole fall kind of went you know? yeah. we're just kind of chasing our those, tails when so, you get into those times uh-huh. so we end up going out then uh on the 11th a couple days later midday everything's changed Jake's got stealth stripped from his toes to his top of his hat. <laughs> He's got a different hat on. He's got different clothes on completely. Different undies. Different undies. <laughs> I mean, everything's like, you know. It's like, a reset. Yeah, yeah we've reset. And yeah, and we've, we've, now we're, we're mentally sharper because we've got the sleep. And I think that, you know, that is pretty much the entire reason we ended up having the hunt that we did. Where, I mean, again, you can watch it on the channel in fall length but you know we just went in and did everything right then yeah and i think that that is just such a hilarious example now at the moment it was kind of like oh shoot boy that was that was that that one hurt but you know you just keep a you keep a positive mental attitude and then you um you know restart with sleep you get your gear cleaned up you get everything just you feel fresh and you go out there and then you're sharper for it. And I got you know, a question. Yeah. How did, so you're talking about 
all this time where you're getting these close calls and whatever and you're not getting something then you hit a reset quote unquote how did your strategy change from before that to after that i think just making like the a decision that we made that i don't know if we would have if we had just been like had not taken that break the the thing that made that hunt to me where we killed the buck is like you stayed back like we got to a point where it's just like we had to split up and i don't know that we would have done that the day before that's hard to say but it's just like that that decision right there where i i went to the next cover had you have we both been there i think you would have picked us off like i went 20 yards up in front of you 15 yards up in mm-hmm. front of you and you're sitting back there by the next big tree and you know we're pretty much just standing in open hardwoods really but we both got a tree that's you know shoulder so width. basically you're just talking about you spotted this buck up on this ridge and then you got up on the ridge with him and the big change was you got out ahead of zach a little bit further than uh-huh. what you're doing before and just like the, to make that decision i think is what you're saying at least that's how I'm interpreting yeah, it. It's I feel like, like there's potentially would have just been like, let's, both, let's just, yeah. let's both go up there and we're both moving around and then boom, yeah. he blows versus right. like, like now that we're sharp. I think we said something like you stay back here so you can listen and watch while I'm, you know, trying to sneak it. Cause it seemed like he came over the ridge and hurt us that first time then went back towards where the, he had that doe. So he went over the ridge and it's just like, if he hears us again, he's going to come over. And like, he was kind of just sitting back waiting for that. And like, that's what happened is like, he came back up grunt looking for us and like, Luckily, we were, weren't caught out in the open like it was right when I got to the cover, and Zach was standing by cover already. Uh-huh. And and again, the way I feel, or and how was I feel the, about the, that. Literally, the, the day before that that we hunted, we got caught. Like, when that doe came down the hill, we got caught we, in the middle of nowhere with no cover. Well, we went too far. We passed cover to, like, just because we were, you know, the best way I can explain it is mental clarity. You know, like, I don't know that there was necessarily any strategy different. Mm -hmm. It was just mental clarity. And I know that I feel like I struggle with this as bad as anybody out there. Is it like you also, I think a lot of us out there, hunters have this like, I'm never going to quit attitude. And I think that's badass, man. I love that. I love never quit attitude. But just because you take two days off doesn't mean you're quitting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's really hard. Sometimes yeah. sleeping in doesn't mean you're quitting. It just means that you're being, you're doing some self-care out uh-huh. there too, which, you know, if you're on a trip or whatever, I mean, it can be exhausting yeah. if you're out or, or at home, whatever, or on vacation or whatever it is. It's like, to me, the mental clarity is hard to regulate because you just are like, I'm going to go, 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 go. I don't want, and, and then you get a little FOMO too, fear of missing out, you know, where you're like, oh, if we sleep in, what are we going to miss? Mm-hmm. Well, but how good is your decision-making ability when you've been two weeks on the field, you know, waking up every morning? <laughs> I like, mean, literally the biggest buck that me and Ted have ever seen in our entire lives, it was after a reset. It's just like we've been getting up early, getting up early, getting up early. And I don't know how many days in a row it was, but it was like, you know, kind of mid to late october and we're hunting mornings every morning it's like we ain't been seeing shit in the mornings <laughs> it's like let's just sleep in and drive around and like eight o'clock in the morning we just all of a sudden you know we we pull into a parking lot and the biggest buck we've ever seen in our lives is just walking directly towards us uh-huh. and i don't know how to explain that but <laughs> well i think it's of- like just doing something different than what you have been doing too could could be de- defined as a reset just mm-hmm. like if what you're doing isn't working and like i'm like i said earlier it's like it might not be a couple day period it might be a couple year period if if you're not having success year in and year out it's like 
you might want to think about changing up and trying a new strategy. Mm-hmm. Even if even if the strategy you're doing has worked in the past, it's like you might you, you just got to try to adapt. Here's a simple example of a of a try to adapt. That's a great <laughs> plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why hey, that's why we ended up on that name. Yeah, that's right. We said, "Hey, that fits." So I think another reset example and like a smaller scale or a shorter time period is I think about all the time in North Dakota the second year um, when we ended up killing the buck with the guys on the cliff we had been hunting like somewhat committed a to a what spot. do you got over there <laughs> this is what I think of when you're in a slump <laughs> That is exactly. <laughs> that's a video. Tell them, tell them where that video is from, Zach, or when. So that that's no. It says it's November second. November second at five oh three in the morning. <laughs> that's still nine days before we kill yeah. one. So we've been at it for a little bit there already, oh. but we. We, uh, you know, I guess what, so that's on, so you can find that video on our TikTok, on TikTok. I believe. So that's just a Snapchat I made when I woke up in the morning. Cause like, I mean, honestly, I always, every time I wake up and I'm like, I'm like, oh, finally we get to go again. Cause as soon as it gets dark, I'm like ready to go again. You know, it's like, and, uh, woke up and I was just feeling excited on November 2nd, I guess uh-huh. I made that Snapchat and <laughs> sent it to everybody. Then it became, comes to TikTok, but um, the example that I was using was we were in North Dakota and we were fairly committed to hunting an area that we had seen a pretty nice buck in. Um, you remember our original, like where I ran up the hill and said, let's hunt and our yeah. original glassing knob, uh-huh. you know, we had spent an afternoon evening and then a morning in there at least, you know, at least that much time. And it's like, you kind of look at that and you're like, you know what? I don't know that this is going to work. You know, like there's, this isn't the exact spot that we're going to be able to spot one bed down and be able to make a move on them. Should we keep looking? And we pulled out and I remember that being kind of hard, but we couldn't have made a better decision. And once we did finally drive, you know, another hour somewhere else and went to a different spot, as soon as we went in there and started seeing deer, it was like, okay, we made the right decision. Yeah. I remember we're like sitting up there eating, eating at lunch or whatever. And we're watching bucks move around midday and we're like, oh, okay, like uh-huh. now we did something and something changed, like pull out, go to a different spot, had that happen and be money. You know, uh-huh. you, you know, go try a different strategy or whatever. And I think on the exact opposite side of a slump, it's like, if, if, I'm I'm just thinking of like years where we, you talk about the Scarlet Oaks in Ohio that one mm-hmm. year, and that that's not going to be something that happens every year, like where they're on something real specific. But, and I think of like us that year where we hunted just like targeted pin oaks, mm-hmm. like five, six, seven days in a row. It's just like we're running into bucks, and it's just like if you are finding them on one specific thing, just keep looking, keep going back to that spot until they don't they aren't there. And, and when they're not there anymore, look for a spot that's very similar to that. You know, if they realize they're on a certain food source or something that might not always be quite as hot, 
just like keep riding that as long as you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any examples where you were in a slump and you made a major change and it played out for you? Um, I mean, I kind of had the same thing when I started hunting Iowa this year in the rut where it was like me and Roy were hunting every single day and we were getting super close calls and even up till I think I we hunted 12 or I think we probably hunted like nine or ten days in a row and then I missed that buck like five yards so that one was really I was like oh my gosh (laughs) that was my chance right there and then it was I don't I don't think I took a break or anything I think I just went home and maybe took the next morning to reset a little bit Uh just like shot my bow probably and yeah I well, think what I, were we doing what what did we do the day before you we went into this bow where you eventually killed the buck i can't remember what we were doing previous to that i don't know we were at the house I know yeah that. We were, like i remember it being pretty relaxed and we kind of went out into a spot that spot in the evening and just yeah. our pretty early, like middle of the day type thing but i don't think we were doing anything that morning where we just kind of took it off and we're just i remember being pretty relaxed and excited to be going in there mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't remember exactly but there was like a little gap there where it was like all right I'm going to take a breather here and shoot my bow, get my confidence back, basically, <laughs> make sure I'm going to hit the next one. And uh, Then, yeah, I think I don't remember much of hunting after that until you and I went into that river uh-huh. bottom spot and got into all those I think bucks. you were just shooting your bow all morning that morning. Yeah. Just like, like you said, was. getting your confidence back mm-hmm. up. And then we went in there and got back on bucks, and that was just basically – Roy and I had been bouncing around from, we had a cell camera that was blowing up when we got back from the public land challenge. So we went in there, hunted in there. Then the next thing we got into um, was just getting up on a high ridge where we could glass down into a bottom. And then that's where we spotted that buck. And then I missed the one. Um, and then after that was going into an area where war had been hunting still hunting ri- like open river bottom stuff basically yeah that's what we were doing was still hunting open yeah. river bottom where warbid found a bunch of bucks Just like a high concentration earlier of in bucks. the season mm-hmm. so we went and decided to go in there and then we ran into all those deer and we're still hunting our way through and like you said and ran into all those bucks and then the next morning is when i killed the one or shot the one yeah and that was just one of those deals where it's just like when you texted it i couldn't have been less surprised that you shot yeah. one i mean <laughs> it's we just saw like one of them deals we saw like three bucks the first night the night we just, were sitting there i'm just like you're, i'm like if we don't kill one tonight you're like you're probably gonna kill one in the morning i'd yeah. say you're gonna get a chance uh-huh and then so i went in there the next morning and i shot the one at like 8:30 probably uh-huh. maybe even earlier than that yeah but that's what's fun about hunting a rut like that is you can you just bounce 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 until you find the uh-huh. hot spot yeah but, but that was but another I, but also you took that break and I, I you if i remember it did you sleep there that night or did you just get there early as hell i like got it, there early as hell because i, you know, I slept you there the next i slept there the night that i okay. hit the deer okay. because i didn't want anybody going in there because i hit him back uh-huh so i slept in my car in to the make parking sure lot to make no sure nobody went in there mm-hmm. i mean you weren't gonna just like you know hey hey don't go in there but you were gonna tell just at least tell at least them what, pitch, pitch what your on. story right, right. yeah but, i think i think the biggest thing it, when when things are when things are going not the way you're hoping it's easy to spiral out of control and just like continue to stress yourself out and overthink things and like honestly there's nothing better than sleep yeah. and again it, it's that 
you, you battle with your no quit also uh-huh. where you're like, man, I just got to go or mm-hmm. man, what happens? But and you think about the grand scheme of like, even if you can hunt the entire month, let's say you could hunt every, every 30 days in November. Got a lot of buddies that take the full month of November off. Yeah. It's like, even if you can do that, what are you really missing in one morning, especially if your decision making and your sharpness comes back you know at the beginning of the season i think one of the reasons that we have so much success is we're fresh our legs are fresh or we're you know you're still flexible you're not all stiffened up but then by november 14th it's like you know you haven't been eating good you haven't been sleeping nearly enough now for months you're you know you're just tired in general because you're worn down and you've been you know and then the yep. same old thing. But then all of a sudden you sleep in <laughs> and you shoot your bow a little bit in the morning. And then it's, I mean, even even if you're going out at 11 o'clock, you still got, what, six hours of daylight or more to hunt. It's just like that. It's it's like the first day of season again. Yeah, it's just like taking a breathe, giving your mind a break to say, all right, I'm going to take a little break here and then I'm going to get right back after because I'm going to feel fresh now. Yeah. And that's what we did, like, that day got up and shot my bow till i don't know it's probably noon or something before we even yeah went out i think in both cases that we talked about mainly it's just like sleeping and then fixing whatever the issue was like i remember, I remember there's there, there was nothing necessarily that had spooked the deer gear wise but i just like i said there were so many things that i'd heard made even my bow was just, i remember it was just squeaking and i, mm-hmm. I think i even fixed that it's like stuff that i mean i, I didn't go into season like that but after two months of hunting pretty much you know most days like our your gear is going to start to make some noises so yeah. they just fixed all that and like you missing that buck and then you're just like i gotta get my confidence back so you just focused on shooting until you felt like yeah. you wanted to go back out there yeah mm-hmm. and then i remember we talked about it and you were like well let's go into this spot where war was seeing all those bucks because nobody's been in there since then uh-huh. like, yeah let's do it <laughs> you know <laughs> You know, just one thing that helps me a lot, I know, is, and I get this a lot with hunting with you guys, is, is I have a tendency to get, I mean, probably more worked up and like similar to Warb, like we both kind of think things, overthink things probably quite a bit. And then I like hunting with you guys because sometimes you guys are just like, yeah, let's just go in here. And I'm like, you know, I kind of like, you know, want, I don't know, something that's got my confidence higher, but just the fact that you guys sometimes just have that, you know, again, it's just like having a hunting partner to just bounce an idea off and be like, yeah, man, that's a good idea. Uh Don't overthink it. No big deal. Yeah. You know, that, that helps me hunting with you guys because you guys have that attitude. Um, you know, just have that. Yeah. And I I mean, I, it's, I, you know, everybody, we're probably all in some sort of Snapchat group or group text with our buddies from that we like i am with my buddies from background home i'm sure you are with mm-hmm. ben and keith and mm-hmm. whoever else and mm-hmm. peyton and rhett like you know even just those small group texts where it's just like we all know where each, each other hunts so it's just like you're asking should i do this should i do this and you know you're bouncing off the whole group i think that's it's mm-hmm. nice to have too so if you can find a even just a small group of hunting buddies to bounce ideas off of that's pretty valuable yeah, yeah. Especially, you know, if you can just try to keep learning together. It's I feel like that's one huge advantage that we have is just we got five guys that are just constantly hunting and constantly talking about hunting. Uh-huh. <laughs> hunting the same areas, especially. Like, uh-huh. you can be, if I'm hunting here and you guys are hunting somewhere else, 
and then it's like well we saw a deer over here yeah. we saw this over mm. here it's just like makes it mm-hmm. the learning curve of even that season of what the deer are doing yeah. way yeah. faster mm-hmm. yeah and i think that you know we're lucky to have that in multiple states even you know uh-huh. it's like yeah. i can go you know like the whole intro of the video i made from ohio last year is me just talking to ben and keith on my way there roy and i were on our way and we start calling those guys and just kind of saying stuff like hey you know how's the what do the acorns look like yeah. you know are you seeing them on it now no what's the full, you know how many leaves are still on the trees it's like yeah 50 percent. you know you just hear little things like that they tell you stories get your confidence up uh-huh. start making you think about different spots and, mm-hmm. and just that variation is is good too so another example of a time that i felt like i got myself out of a mental slump was just last year and you know like we've hit home a lot in the past recently is that last year it was tough tougher for us for sure but i had had a, you know a long time with jake where we were struggling and then i turned around and i went to ohio and i hunted there for you know a week or so about seven days i think with roy and on day two we were about that close to killing one and then didn't hardly see a deer literally didn't hardly i mean i mean mm-hmm. i think we saw a doe and a fawn and that was about it and then we heard deer but that doesn't count for a visual. <laughs> and uh, I went home for Thanksgiving, and then I went back and hunt, hunted with a gun. And I hunted three days there with a gun. And all of a sudden, I'm, I went home that night, and I'm driving back, and I'm like, I'm miserable. Like, I am stressing myself out to the point because it's the same thing. Like, you want to talk about feeling like you're letting everybody down. I'm like, I haven't even seen it. Like, how do you make a video? Now, I know some people would comment and say, like, we don't care, but, like, we care. Like, if you make a video with not seeing any deer multiple days, like, that's not that entertaining. Uh I mean, I I hate to say it. It just isn't. So, it's like there's a certain point where it's like I got to do something different. And I remember, like, driving home on – it was Wednesday of gun season, so there had been – three full days of hunting like i'm not getting anything i'm letting everybody down i gotta do something different and i just that next morning i packed up all my stuff and i went to new york Mm -hmm. and i went tracking for three days now the visuals didn't get much better but just getting my boots on the ground in a new area start to learn something new that was a, a very hard reset where you know i've hunted ohio my whole life you know, I've hunted something new to be excited about. Yeah. And, you know, I knew that there was a good chance that we weren't even going to see a deer, but I knew there was going to be something that we would learn. And I knew that I was going to be able to create a video to show you guys that yeah, it was going to be that's better. valuable that people, anybody can learn and from. And that was a great example of a reset. Now, you might not be able to necessarily pull out of the state, but, but you might be able to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to move from this property to this property. Or, you know what? I've been hunting this part of the state this weekend. I'm going to drive, you know, an extra hour and yeah. go to a different part of the Could state. Could be like, well, I've been hunting out a tree stand for every single day, and I'm not really enjoying this anymore. So I'm going to try hunting on the ground or mm-hmm. something. Just yeah. trying something different. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you got different conditions. Maybe that gives you more confidence to try that different strategy. But whatever it is, like make a make a big change and have fun again like try to find a way to make it fun again and i honestly think if you go into it with more sleep and a focus on having more fun i think that that is the best 
slump buster that you can have in hunting uh-huh. because if you don't and you're worried about you know the same old things it's not going to get any better it just continues to kind of go down the rabbit hole of frustration and i've just been there a whole bunch of times and i can honestly say more times than not you take that break and big big changes happen i mean it happened to me when i shot an elk in archery season i hung with ted and cody and wes and zach for 10 days mm-hmm. and been really close and it was like the same story every <laughs> time literally the day you got back in there you killed one yeah exactly <laughs> it's happened tons of times with turkeys oh, i mean no. honestly the crazy amount of times turkeys we go on and on with stories about that where you you take that little reset in whatever way possible and then boom mm-hmm. it works out so hopefully that helped you guys in some way because i mean and you know what? Hopefully we'll listen to our own advice. Because <laughs> I guarantee there's going to be days where it's like day eight and we're dragging our way through the, <laughs> the frustration. And then uh-huh. finally listen to your listen to your body and mind and take that break. And it's going to be better. Yep. Got anything else, Buck Hat? Just got to hit that reset sometimes. Don't be too proud. That's right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you on the next one.